Welcome to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. For over 30 years, Paul Stone has been seriously handicapping college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf. Over the past five seasons, spanning almost 600 releases, Paul has hit 55% against the spread in college football, gaining the respect of sports books and bettors throughout the world. He is monitored by highly respected the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. Paul has also won two major Las Vegas football handicapping contests and finished in the top four in two others. Each week, Paul will provide exclusive handicapping insights on the podcast. To receive Paul's exact picks each week, you can sign up for member-only access at paulstonesports.org. Now, on to the show. It's good to be with you, sports fans. Uh, Hello again, everyone. And for the 144th time, I again am Paul Stone. And welcome to episode 144 of the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. And uh, we don't get to experience this very often. In fact, only once every four years as I record. Today is Thursday, February 29th, right at uh, 3 p.m. Central. So today, February 29th, is so-called Leap Day or Leap Year Day. Therefore, this week's episode aptly titled Happy Leap Day. You know, leap years are always uh, exciting, Um, and I say this with uh, conviction. You know, they're exciting in my mind because we get one extra opportunity to make a difference, to do something special, 366 days instead of 365. So make the most of it, friends. Uh, Don't be the guy or gal uh, who only takes up space and eats groceries. If you follow sports betting closely and have followed the Las Vegas sportsbook scene through the years, you might be familiar with oddsmaker turned media personality Todd Furman. Uh, in a previous life, Furman worked behind the counter for seizures. Uh, today, he wears multiple hats as a media personality, uh, including working as an analyst for CBS Sports HQ. In my opinion, X the median formerly known as Twitter, doesn't feature a whole lot of quality sports betting content. Not much substance uh, and lacking in style as well, in my humble opinion. But Todd, in my opinion, Todd's one of the guys, and there certainly are others, but Todd is one of the guys who makes X a better place by posting tweets that actually present value and information to the reader. You know, without further ado, I'll just go into a tweet uh, that uh, Todd sent out earlier this week. And that tweet is as follows. Prioritize prices and process over all else in sports betting. Avoid falling into the trap of reinforcing long-term bad habits from luck-based outcomes. You know, I believe Todd's first seven words were quite intentional. Prioritize prices and process over all else. Not over most everything else. Not over 
simply which way the number has moved this week, but over all else. And I also, I love the use of the English language, including not only the speaking of it, but the writing of it. So I certainly admire his, his use of uh, alliteration, prioritize prices and process. You know, obviously, I agree with Todd's sentiments in this tweet. You know, having done this for over three decades, I can confidently make this statement. You know, one, on one hand, A, this, this being handicapper A, the handicapper who knows every player on every team in every score of every game, or B, the handicapper who has lots of accounts, lots of patience, and almost always gets the best price or number, but doesn't know the Green Bay Packers from the Bay City Rollers. I'm taking B six days a week and twice on Sunday. You know, so much of this racket, guys and gals, revolves around process, patience, and price sensitivity. Now I'm going to give a quick uh, plug before we move forward regarding my service, Paul Stone Sports. Uh, The college basketball season has been another uh, successful one to date. Through games played last night, February 28th, and this spans more than 270 selections so far this season, Paul Stone Sports has hit 54% of my releases against the spread as monitored by the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. Um, Some of you have been, hopefully a lot of you who've been around for a while, certainly are familiar with the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City, Um, but to some of you, um, you know, it probably doesn't mean much, but they've been around now for almost 40 years, uh, independently monitoring the selections of handicappers bold enough, quite frankly, to be monitored by a true third party. Uh, With the madness uh, about to begin, March Madness, you can receive all of my official releases through the National Championship game in April for just $199. If interested in becoming a member, please visit paulstonesports.org. This Saturday, March 2nd, we've got a big card of college basketball. I think I counted 138 games that I expect to be lined, and that includes the added games, but I expect to have six to eight releases uh, this Saturday, March 2nd. Of course, I have releases most every day in college basketball and will through the national championship game in April. Again, if you're interested, for more information, please visit paulstonesports.org. So back to process, patience, and price sensitivity. I want to define these uh, items in my own words. First of all, Let's start with process. Have a sound, proven methodology that is tried and true. Not one that you think works, you hope works, your cousin said it works, but one that you've actually gone to war with, one that you've used for for years, hopefully, for some large sample size. A process that is proven. So have a sound, proven methodology. Patience. You don't have to bet every game. You don't have to bet the big game. Heck, you don't have to bet any game. 
don't say I do to the first cocktail waitress who leans over and sweetly whispers those three little words. Vikings plus three. You don't have to bet until you get ready to bet. If you even get ready to bet on that particular day. Passing on a game can be the best betting decision of the day. So you've got to have patience. Price sensitivity. You know, make it a priority to get the best price or number many more times than not. You know, one of the silliest debates, in my opinion, in the Twitterverse, or again, I guess now the, the Xverse, is the true value of closing line value. You know, some better question, you know, some betters rather question whether having closing line value is essential to long-term success. And I'll put it, you know, this way. CLV, or closing line value, is not the end-all, be-all, but it is huge. As a better, you are absolutely not guaranteed to be a long-term winner simply because you have closing line value. You are not guaranteed to be a winner solely based on having closing line value. But here's the caveat. While CLV doesn't ensure that you'll be a winner, there's no way you'll be one without it. I truly believe that. You know, over a large sample size, years of sports betting, hundreds and hundreds of samples, I just don't think you can be on the wrong side of CLV and be a long-term winner. I'm going to go ahead now and give a selection in a uh, college basketball game. This is going to be in a game played Saturday, March 2nd, and it's going to be a projected line because the lines aren't out yet, but this is going to be a Big 12 game. Uh, West Virginia hosting Texas Tech there in Morgantown, West Virginia. I project Texas Tech to be favored by four in this game. Uh, West Virginia, first of all, they've lost six of their last seven games, so not particularly playing well right now. But the Mountaineers, they are a different team in Morgantown. They're actually four and three at home this year in conference play. Already have defeated Texas and Kansas there in Morgantown on their home floor. So they've beaten some good teams there in uh, Morgantown. Texas Tech this past Tuesday on February 26th hosted Texas. In that game, the Red Raiders were without their uh, seven-foot forward war in Washington, and they clearly missed his inside presence. Uh, Without Washington, the Longhorns out-rebounded the Red Raiders 44-30. Washington considered iffy to play Saturday at West Virginia, and if he's unable to go, I think big man for West Virginia, Jesse Edwards, who averages 14 points and eight rebounds a game. I think Edwards could come up big if Washington is not on the floor for the Red Raiders. And even if Washington is able to play, I still like West Virginia's chances here. I think they're going to be getting four points or thereabouts. I would take them up to plus three and a half. 
I think the Mountaineers are probably going to win this game outright. Take West Virginia plus three and a half or more over Texas Tech Saturday, March 2nd in Morgantown. So that's going to do it for a uh, another episode of uh, the Paul Stone Sports uh, Podcast. And whether I've enlightened you, uh, offended you, or absolutely made no impact whatsoever, you know, I truly do appreciate uh, you spending a small portion of your week uh, in all seriousness with me. Uh, I know you've got other choices. I know you've got uh, other uh, sports betting podcasts, frankly, that you could listen to. And uh, I thank you. If you're a first-time listener, hope you come back. And if you're a long-time listener, uh, I appreciate your uh, loyalty and your consistency uh, to listening to what I have to say. Until next time, signing off once again. I'm Paul Stone. Thank you for listening to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And visit paulstonesports.org to sign up for member-only access to Paul's college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf picks and predictions.